0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A red cross was (laughs) actually pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way. Because I am running. (laughs) I'm like
1: Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So The Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. (laughs) Oh God.
0: I want you to use the U.S. Ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one
2: for
3: you. My name is Kevin, the official Ombudsman for the Just Press Play podcast. You like apples? Welcome back into another edition of the Jess Press Play podcast. We got Pops, Uncle Tone, and LJ What's is that? back. Hello. Recording live from Chi-Town. What's up, guys? Shy town Just keeping it cool, oh. dude. Good. All, good all good we are recording the well i guess last week was the nfl pod but the first we have games under our belts week one is now officially in the books i will say i made a, a very amateur move and error that you know i, I should be better by now but I, I went to load up so i watch um the red zone channel on my xbox yeah so i load up i turn on my xbox around 11 i was watching like countdown the different nfl countdowns or whatever and then i get ready to load up red zone and i turn on my xbox at eleven fifty-five. i hadn't apparently turned on my xbox in a good while and it went to go update and the update lasted like 20 minutes so i had to like catch kickoffs on my phone while i'm waiting on my xbox to load up so and a real amateur move yeah, by me not getting set up you know at least 30 minutes prior yeah. or you know but what so do you do? could
0: say that's a bougie problem <laughs>
3: It, you know, it could be, maybe I should say that we, I do believe, you know, this is what we call a tease in the business, but we may have a bougie problem from, from Lyft coming up, which we haven't had in a while. Could You know, so
1: uh, just real quick, I share, uh, like red zone and ESPN logins with some of the people, maybe on this pod even. And, uh, oh. I've been kicked off of every single thing in the middle of games for the past week. So <laughs> I've had to find got, other means to watch things.
3: I got kicked off one as well, and um, I found another means for a little bit, and then I was like, let me just try to log back in and let me log in. And I didn't get a text from any angry people that may or may not be actually footing the bill on me, so I, <laughs> yeah. I was okay. <laughs> but we don't share passwords here. This is no, 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 allegedly. No, all no, all Hypothetical. All hypothetical. Hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to get into all the, the, the big stuff from the NFL. Or just I don't know if it's big stuff, but a fun week. It was a fun Sunday. But before we do that, I don't know um, – I just would be remiss if we don't bring up I, did you guys catch there was apparently a football game in Fayetteville on Saturday oh, night oh, oh, oh. <laughs> was there yeah i happened <laughs> well, to catch
1: I,
0: that as luck would have it well yeah. i don't know I you can watch some that
3: people one. would some people would call it a football game. Other people would call it a beatdown. I don't know what you to talk about. We're, of course, talking about the Arkansas Razorbacks beating the Texas Longhorns 40-21. to 21. Pops, you are currently wearing, I believe, it's a shirt with a hog on the front. I'll go to you first. Uh, you got to catch some of that game. What do you think?
0: Well, I will have to tell you, I was watching that game with uh – Let's see, nine of my favorite buddies and, and one other guy. Uncle <laughs> so Tony wasn't there. <laughs> Tony, oh, that's the one other and guy. Tony too. <laughs> and Tony, too. And <laughs> uh, most all Arkansas graduates, and I, I, it, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I think Arkansas beat him. I mean, there, there were a couple of breaks, God, that I won't go into it, that, fun, that where he was going to try to catch that punt on the two-yard line. Thank mm-hmm. God the guy yeah. was out of bounds. Anyway, mm-hmm. I won't get into minute details because a lot of our mm-hmm. audience probably doesn't watch that game. But it was a great game. I was uh, i, I – let's just say I didn't go to bed early that night.
3: 40-21. <laughs> mm. to 21, The Razorbacks ran for 330 yards. Four guys ran for over 50. It, it really – so I went into the game thinking Texas probably wins. Yeah. But hopefully we can keep it close. There's going to be the crowd rocking. Which, shout out to the crowd. That crowd was insane, insane yeah. just mm. through the TV. I talked to people who were at the games that it was crazy – um but as the game was going on, like I was still waiting all game, like, all right, all right, when is when are we gonna kind of fall back down to when when is water gonna find its level here and it gets close? And it just didn't around mid-third quarter. I think Razorbacks scored a touchdown to make it 37. I was like, we're just gonna blow them out. Yeah. I mean that's just what's gonna happen. Yep. Yep. Telling I'm guessing you were a pretty elated Saturday night.
2: Yeah, I was with a couple of guys and then and then eight other guys I really don't like very much. And uh <laughs> Um, No, it was awesome. I I, got to say that that was uh, uh, watching grown men cry is always a fun thing. But uh, Seriously, though, the the ground game that we produced uh, was just amazing. I I was not expecting that. You saw four different runners uh, be effective. And uh, when you can do that, I I think that's pretty significant. Um, And so uh, great. uh, I think they really showed something there. If we can do that uh we'll be most everybody unless your name or your school name starts with an a and so we'll be fine but uh <laughs>
3: LJ, I'm getting, you said you were watching it from Chicago. You, you tuned in as well.
2: Yeah, I actually
1: um, rarely even watch the Razorback games. I kind of like them the way I like the Cowboys, where I like root for them, but I like to pretend like I don't because uh, I like a lot of people that like them. So uh, wait, I, did LJ <laughs>
3: just admit that he may or may not root for the Cowboys? I, I knew he kind of <laughs> sadly, I, I knew like, he kind of like rooted for the Razorbacks, but the Cowboys. I like, like hating I, him more. I,
1: I like hating them more than I like rooting for them. But anyway, uh,
3: understandable. Uh, Sometimes
1: me too. Forty to twenty one was not the score of that game. I know that was the number, but that was not the score of that football game. That was a ridiculous beat down. And all I kept thinking throughout the game was uh, welcome to the SEC guys. Just welcome to yeah.
3: it. And <laughs> it, it does set up. I mean, obviously both teams still need to take care of business. I think uh and has uh, New Mexico state or New Mexico. And then Arkansas has Georgia Southern this weekend. Both teams need to take care. If they do, CBS has already called that. They want that game for their game of the I'm week sure. on and two Saturday. So Dallas Fort Worth, I think at two 30 or three 30, It'll be probably two top twenty teams, the ams. I think going to be maybe top five. Arkansas is currently twenty, yeah. So you would think move up, but another big game. We'll see what happens. It, it's at least it, you haven't been able to say this in a while, and you kind of felt it with Sam Pittman getting there. But the tides are turning, and 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 it is fun being a Razorback fan. You actually go into Saturdays optimistic, which is not something we had during. Um, the, uh, we're not going to say his name, but the other coach. <laughs> he he the last coach. 10,
0: 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which
3: coach? That uh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get into some NFL stuff. So we want to start here. We got a couple of different uh, little uh, topics we're going to go with, and we'll just see where it takes us. Let's start with the bold, possibly dumb prediction after uh, week one of the NFL. I, We'll go, Pops, do you have something for me? You want to start it off or you want me to kick it off? I do have something, but I'm afraid I probably, this is maybe going chalk, but uh, in the dumb, bold prediction. But my bold prediction. It may not be dumb. I don't want to say it is for sure dumb. It's just, it's possible. It's possible that that it is. Knowing the four people on this (laughs) podcast, it's possible.
0: So my bold prediction is that Green Bay (laughs) trades Aaron Rodgers to the Washington football team because Fitzpatrick is out. They say goodbye, peace out, see you they start the Jordan Love career, and Aaron Rodgers goes and went and leads the football team to the playoffs. That wow. would be my bold prediction.
3: Well, okay, I think you definitely hit the nail on the head when it comes to bold. I thought if yeah. you were just going to say, like, the Packers are, aren't very good after they got just clubbed by the <laughs> Saints, that's one thing. But to say that they're just going to straight up trade the reigning MVP – that's that. I would say that's bold. I don't you know about a possibly
1: dumb, Kevin. So that's what I Dude, <laughs> I, I love it. I love that prediction. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it too.
3: Uh, um Does anybody else's uh, bold prediction have anything to do with that game? I, I that one is interesting. That game did surprise me. I thought it would be. I it didn't totally shock me that Jameis Winston had that good of a game because I thought he might excel in that offense. But to beat him that bad was was very interesting. It was insane. It was insane.
2: Yeah, that was. That was nuts.
3: That was one Knuck of my. Uh, we'll get futz. to it. That, that, that might get into one of the uh, games I have no idea what to do with later, <laughs> later on in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, LJ, do you have anything coming off of week one? Um, uh, we'll add a Broncos W in week one.
1: <laughs> yes, we will. Um, I'm saying, okay, so you guys were dead on about the, the two West conferences being multi-playoff teams. It looks like they both are undefeated so far.
3: Yeah, didn't, I was about to say, didn't they both go 4-0 yeah, in week yeah. one? I uh, got that down. Yes, they but so did. So,
1: my my bold prediction is I think the Cardinals are going to win the the NFC
3: West. Wow. I mean, they were really, really good. I, that also is one of those, I'm not 100% sure what to do with it, but they just blew the Titans, who are, should be a good team. They just blew them out of the water. It really... It was kind of like what you said with the Razorback game, where forty to twenty one was the score. The Cardinals won thirty eight to thirteen, and honestly, that's closer than the game yeah. felt the entire time. The whole
1: conference, though, I mean, the whole uh, division beat the trash out of everybody they played against. That was a yeah crazy. Week I mean, the, the Rams, West. yeah,
3: Rams, great showing, and then you had the Niners. The, the, the Niners, Niners kind of let kind of <laughs> let the Lions creep back in there with the backdoor cover at the end. I hate if you bet that game. And and then we had uh, well the Seahawks looked really good. Yeah. I mean it was semi close, but Russell looked great. Um, but, yeah, our yeah, about in great. the West. Yes, well of course the best punter in the league. <laughs> yeah. um, the AFC West was. I I think the AFC West also. I mean just to it kind of goes back to what we talked about last week. But that conference is very interesting. It is that interesting. It's hard very to interesting. Tell. It's hard to tell. I mean, I do think the Chiefs. It's obviously there's a tier one, and that's the Chiefs. But if if something happens and they have a little rocky road, I, it wouldn't shock me to see. I mean, hell, the, the Raiders. I know I don't don't want to get LJ upset, but the Raiders. You know, they pulled out a W, yeah. and they're interesting. Yeah. I mean, they could. The defense bowed up when they needed to at times. So they, interesting, interesting yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Uh, I I'm probably not taking the Cardinals to win that division, LJ. I'm but calling. I like the bold prediction. This is a bold prediction. It's so a there bold we go. Tony, what you got?
2: I Here's my bold prediction. I believe that after an 0-6 start, the Jacksonville Jaguars fire Urban Meyer, and he takes the USC position.
3: Ooh, I
2: totally like is, that. Is that
3: a fire uh, Urban Meyer? Or does Urban Meyer pull like the Bob Petrino I, and just all of a sudden, he's not there with like a note in all the locker <laughs> of all the players where he's like, hey, I found a
2: job I like. It could be that, but I I think he is – Golly, that was just a team that was just not prepared to play football. And I think we've all talked about how core the Houston Texans team is. And to be spanked like that, even with a rookie quarterback, that was a bad, bad loss. And so we'll see. We'll see. There were, I, I got a text on a rumor today that that he was actually going to resign uh, within the next 48 hours with an offer from USC. But I don't quite. Well, believe that. that might be before the podcast. I don't up. know
3: if I believe that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But yeah. it was it was interesting as soon as uh, USC got shellacked by a Stanford team that was terrible in week one everyone kind of started going, okay, Clay Hilton's probably gone. And within hours, before Sunday even kicked off, people were like, okay, so the Urban Meyer, when, when's that <laughs> going to happen? Because as we know, Urban Meyer conveniently has health issues when there's a good job opening yeah. up somewhere else. <laughs> so I, it wouldn't shock me if all of a sudden he needs to yeah. step down for family reasons and then all of a sudden he's now the coach of USC. But, Tony, I will say this interesting. I, I don't know if you saw the reports. There's one job that Eric Minimi said that a college job that would interest him and it's the USC job. Oh. He said he would be interested in that one. And he's told hmm. people confidently Lord. that if they were to offer, he would say, take it serious. And the NFL's given him the shaft multiple times now. and sure. not offering him when he probably should have. Oh, and yeah. I, just with how I've heard players talk about how much they like being me, that makes me think he'd be a great recruiter. We know he's a good offensive guy. He was great in college. I, that's yeah. interesting. Him going to USC would be interesting. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I'll go with my – I think it's bold. I don't know, but it, it, it might just be me sticking on my uh, uh, my kind of. It, it's almost like a side shot the at the Kirk Cowboys Cousins, is the most talented team in the NFL. That is bold to say. <laughs> 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 my t- my take is uh, Baker Mayfield is Kirk Cousins with better commercials. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I will say his commercials are great, but I, the Browns play. He had one. He has one like one of the insurance commercials. I think he does Progressive, but he was like talking mm-hmm. with two other moms, and it was like gossip and they were talking but and they talk crap about some mom and they're like, but she's a great girl. She's a great girl. Love her <laughs> to death. It was just, it was a really funny commercial. I think Baker Mayfield's a funny guy, but that game, and it was probably of the chiefs just doing what the chiefs do where as soon as you think you got Patrick Mahomes where you wants it, he looks like he just throws it up and says, maybe Tyreek will catch it. And now we have a 70 yard touchdown. Cause that's just what the chiefs do, I guess. <laughs> but the Browns are a really good team. I just think they're going to go, Ten and seven, they'll probably beat all the bad teams, but they're gonna lose to the the good teams. And I, I just don't I don't think they can go far. I know we kind of uh pontificated about them maybe making a run in the playoffs last week. I just don't trust Baker. And at some point, if they keep going eleven winning eleven or twelve games every year, at some point, he's going to get a huge contract, and I just don't know if I'd like to tie myself down to think, to Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield uh, had more passing yards than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I just think you right. might be
1: wrong here, but I like I, it is bold. I like it.
3: Well, so I, I just I think the Browns team is really good, and they're the team itself yeah, is so good. True. They're going to get to the playoffs. They're going to get probably the division around. I just don't trust him against really good teams. I, he will beat all the teams that they're supposed to beat. I just don't think they'll beat the teams that are either on their level or better. And Kirk cousins, as I've mentioned a lot of times is really good at beating bad teams, even though he didn't this week. (laughs) Um, But that's where I'm going with the Baker Mayfield, Kirk cousins with better commercials. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to the games. You learned the most from that. You really, you thought I can, that outcome I can take, I can run with that going into the future. Tony, let's go to you first. I have a couple here. I want to, I want to see where you're going first.
2: Yeah. And, um, Y'all already mentioned them a little bit in your bold predictions, but i I learned the most of about that Cardinals Titans game uh, yeah. to yeah. truly go on the road to Tennessee, which is not an easy place to play, and to beat a Tennessee team that, although yeah, their defense is not what it needs to be, but for that offense only to get thirteen points, uh, I, I think that was a significant significant game in announcing the Cardinals are yeah. a force to be reckoned with in the NFC West.
3: So I was wondering, I kind of uh, batted this one around, you were saying you learned more about the Cardinals? Because I, I felt like I may or may not have learned something about the Titans. I don't know. I, I mean, felt, they had defensive issues last a year, year yeah. in that game in general.
2: Yeah. I felt, you know, I felt strongly that Tennessee was not going to have a very good defense, and now I feel really strongly about it. So yeah. I think you can add D- Detroit and Tennessee – and Jacksonville, if you have players that are in the fantasy world that are starting against those three teams, start everybody. <laughs> players on the bench, plug and play. Don't even play play think about and it. And Just stick with the line guys. You start them because if Philip Lindsay can score against him, anybody can score against him. So <laughs> I like Philip yeah, Lindsay yeah, yeah. But yes. anyway. But yeah, but no. But I thought the Cardinals looked really good. Um, but I, I learned that that I was really disappointed in the Titan offense. You know, yeah, AJ Brown, Derek Henry. Uh, you know, that was disappointing. They just and, and we may talk about it, but there's a there was a theme in this week one that I thought was was really came out is that you could really tell these teams only had three preseason games to work with because these starters came in. And for the most part, they were really rusty, um, especially all the veteran players. Now some of them, some teams figured it out in the second half, but others didn't. But there was a big theme about that, and the Titans never fired; they just never got out there and fired. And I think, you know, Derek Henry was was one of those, was one of, and Ryan Tannehill both uh, fell victim to that.
3: Yeah, and you know this isn't this isn't a new thing at all, but I I really think DeAndre Hopkins once again he doesn't like once a game where like two or three plays you just go I'm not sure if anybody else
2: can do do what
3: he just did right there. And he's really impressive. I, I worry about I, how much I can take away from the Cardinals because they looked amazing. I just – we saw it last year. Kyler looked really good last year, and he's just – I think he's easily banged up. And w- once that shoulder had a little bit of issues, they struggled mightily. I'm not sure what I think about Kingsbury. And then how you're not going to have a defensive player, I wouldn't think, unless Chandler Jones is going to just break all records. <laughs> but five sacks and two forced fumbles, you're not going to get that often, I wouldn't yeah. think. <laughs> So, I, I wonder if maybe this game was a little more lopsided than it should have been. But Coward looked great. I want to ask you, Pops, because I know we talked about this before the year. Derek Henry looked like a guy who's had a lot of carries two years in a row. And and maybe I'm over-exaggerating. He might, I could, it wouldn't shock me if he goes for 200 yards next week. But... You could see signs of regression maybe, at least the early signs. What do you think? Well, let's see. Yeah, I was looking. He he handled the
0: ball 20 times. He ran for 58 yards. He actually had three receptions for 19. But I'm with you. And kind of like I said, I'm not a big Henry fan. I think the biggest shock to me in this game was that Vrabel, a Vrabel team, got spanked like that. I just – I think of Vrabel as a very tough guy, and they just – they got beaten out, physicaled by. You kind of think of a finesse team. I don't know why. I think of Arizona a little bit. They got a good defense, no doubt about it's it. Because they're
3: kind of an air raid offense. I mean, yeah, they maybe an air raid offense. But uh, I, I was shocked
0: more that that a Vrabel team got handled like they did. Uh, that was that was my takeaway.
3: I think I think my my biggest learning point from this game was I think the Cardinals are frisky and they're dangerous. If Kyler stays healthy, they LJ's bold prediction could very well be right. And we could be looking at an MVP candidate. But I just think the Titans had defensive issues last year and it's not been fixed at all. And possibly that offense is not going to look the same without Arthur Smith as OC, and if Derek Henry has any regression at all. So we'll see. We'll see. That actually gets me to the game. I think I learned the most from, and it's where Arthur Smith went to. And I was, I think, last week I thought the Falcons might be frisky, and I didn't think the Eagles were that great. And I no, nope, I completely flip flopped. The Eagles to me are frisky for the NFC East. They might be. I think them and the Cowboys with the Fitzpatrick news. Them and the Cowboys are the favorite in that con- in that division, and the Falcons. They might just stink. I hate it for Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan, I thought yeah. I thought he might have a little bit in him, but they just if he can't get off his back, it's hard to throw from your from your hind parts. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what why the Falcons now they have Kyle Pitts and they still can't score in the red zone. You got a big old receiver that should be good in the red zone, just like Julio was for so many years, and for some reason it doesn't work. I don't know. I just think the Falcons have a bad roster, and it could Cordell Patterson was their best running back, which is usually not a good sign for
2: your team. It is absolutely not a good sign for your team. <laughs> no. I was going to bring that quarter l Patterson having 50-something and, and actually out-touching, I think, Mike Davis. He had more he carries yeah. than Mike yeah. Davis. Wow. That's never a good sign. Never a good sign.
3: I did like that Arthur Smith kind of – because I was wondering, was he in over his head? And after the game, he really kind of took the brunt and said, I just didn't have my guys prepared. This one's on me. We'll be better. And maybe they will. I liked – I kind of was buying a little bit, trying to buy low in on the Falcons before the year – and luckily, I didn't actually buy low on him <laughs> on any uh, gambling websites. But um, I I think I learned that Jalen Hurts might be a legit NFL quarterback, and the Eagles are interesting to me. They're interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Pops, what do you got? Well, you know, y'all both mentioned games that I had circled as potentially my learned most, but I'm going to go again, maybe chalk. But I think the Cowboys and the Bucks. I mean, the Cowboys gave the Bucks hell. Uh, they won every statistical category that I looked at, except one, penalties. And <laughs> even with that, there Still was goals. one penalty that would, if it, you know, I'm not, I'm not really a big blame it on the refs, but there was an obvious offensive pass interference that, that could have changed the outcome of the game. And, yeah, uh, I mean,
3: it w- yeah, it definitely would have. That Chris Godwin penalty changed everything. It, it changed everything. Not, not, not non-call, I, I should say. So, yeah. so I was really proud of, of
0: the way the Cowboys showed up. And did you see uh, the little meeting between Dak Prescott and Tom Brady after the game? Well, they're, you know, good game, good game. And, and as he's leaving, Prescott says, we'll see you again, I promise. Which – Really, yeah. I didn't catch that, but I like okay. that doesn't shock me no it, Prescott I, does kind of give me that attitude yeah, and i I like that I do think Prescott is a hell of a leader, I really do Tom Brady, obviously, I thought that was a fantastic game to watch. What a great game for the n f l to open the season oh, yeah. with, right, <laughs> and what a great game by the way, Monday night
2: yeah, we'll get
0: to that too. Uh, great bookends. But, but, yes, great bookends to a great football weekend. Uh, did we mention the Texas-Arkansas game? Yeah, I think we
3: did. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. We, we can always say it again. Don't, anytime you just feel like throwing that in there, you can.
0: But, I, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I don't want to get too hyped up. I'm cautiously optimistic, but I was really proud the way the Cowboys played. I mean, they're going to have to beat people on the scoreboard. Uh, I still think. right.
3: I- you said they they won in, uh they dominated every category but one. There was also that second one that's pretty important, which was the scoreboard category. Yeah, we have the scoreboard, they- <laughs> right. right?
0: Of course. So that was again. Uh, no, I I I, the
3: most. I. I I mean, especially now with the the Fitzpatrick news. At least from the last thing I read, they don't expect him to be shut down for the year, but it's a serious hip injury, and so we'll see when he comes back and. I've kind of liked, uh, is it Heineke? Is that the backup? Mm-hmm. I, like, I, mm-hmm. I liked him last year. We'll see. But if, if they struggle, I think the, the giants aren't very good. The Eagles, as I said, I think they're frisky, but I, I mean, I don't just love them. The Cowboys, LJ hold, <laughs> hold your breath here. The most talented team in the division for sure. <laughs> and I think they played maybe the best team in the NFL really close in week one. And I, I would just say, I would like the Cowboys future in that, in that division. I, I agree with you pops. Um, uh, LJ, what did you learn? What, what game did you learn the most? So from?
1: the basic answer is, I think the the one that like stood out the most like football to me. Um, the L.A. Rams are just. Freaking good. Um, yeah. I just, I learned that from that game. Uh, there's not really much more to take I away. Also,
3: learned the Chicago Bears are really bad. Well, I think they're, <laughs> but, yes,
1: they're uh, I agree. Uh, sorry, Dalton, but they're, uh, they're maybe missing uh, uh, Justin Fields right now. Um, but anyway, uh, it was, you know, that was enough information. But, but the other thing I learned, I learned a little life lesson this week. I learned a little bit of humility because I okay. was sitting there watching the first half of Buffalo and Pittsburgh just smirking and crossing <laughs> my arms and thinking, you three are idiots. And then Roethlisberger put that football team on his fucking shoulders and carried them across the goal line and uh, and won. So uh, I need to take a step back and, uh, and respect that. So fair enough.
3: Well, well Jay, I do want to throw out there that I still feel, and I know you think this has been his entire career, but once again, I think Roethlisberger has a hell of a supporting yeah. cast. That defense looks like they're going to be really yeah. good. Melvin Ingram now, I didn't realize he even signed with the Steelers. Him, if he can stay healthy alongside TJ Watt, is they, they only blitz four all game and had Josh Allen running for his life. And then I, Najee Harris didn't play great, but I like Najee Harris and they have receivers all over the place. Roethlisberger, if he, I, I still, he showed signs that I'm still like, can he throw a deep? I don't know for sure. But well, that defense looked stout. I'll just like, say my, my yeah, really knock with good.
1: Roethlisberger on the football field, off the football field, it's that he's an asshole and whines a lot. But uh, <laughs> on the football field, it's that all he really seems to do is throw these like dump-offs and quick screens yeah. and then just chunk it deep and have a fast guy go grab it. Um, and uh, this week, he was making some tough throws in the second half of that football game, some really tight windows. That I wouldn't have tried to hit. I mean, obviously I wouldn't have, but I wouldn't ask my quarterback (laughs) to. So (laughs) on Madden, you wouldn't have thrown that throw.
3: So, so
1: you know, respect due, respect due, and and given.
3: Well. And it's just it should be something we think about more often, especially if you're if you're interested in the, in the gambling aspect. If a Mike Tomlin team is is more than a four point underdog, you just need yeah. to hammer that. He's just <laughs> a really good coach. That yeah. roster's good. They shouldn't be more than a field goal. I think underdog to to really anybody. I do yeah. worry. I worry about the Bills because. They had problems running the ball last year and it still looks like Josh Allen is by far the best runner yeah. on their team. Although Singletary had a decent game. I
1: really want Singletary to uh, be great, but he's not there yet. He's not there yet.
2: Well they yeah. Go ahead, Tom. That's interesting because I almost picked this game to 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 say the one I learned the most about, but I didn't want to, you know, rub it in on LJ too <laughs> well, I much. Humility, but I appreciate yeah. <laughs> LJ being a bit. There you go. But I, the interesting thing and it, this happened in, for two running backs, but Zach Moss was inactive for the Steelers' Bill A healthy game. scratch, right? A healthy scratch. And that's very interesting. Don't know what happened. I don't know. Trey Sermon was also a uh, healthy right. scratch for the 49ers. I think that had more to do with him playing Detroit, which it almost came back to bite Shanahan. But um, uh, it, that was interesting that Moss was an inactive uh, scra- uh, or a healthy scratch there. I'm not sure what's going on because they could not run the football against mm-hmm. the Steelers. and and, mm-hmm. and I do have some – I really don't have some concerns. I think that really showed that the Steelers' defense is good. And when the Steelers have a good defense, they're a force to be reckoned with. Mm So uh, it's very interesting.
3: Well, and LJ, before we – and I know you'll be okay with this, but before we hype up Roethlisberger (laughs) too much, they had no touchdowns going into the fourth quarter, Mm -hmm. and they got really sparked by – a really good catch by Deontay Johnson, but we should credit Rodsberg for making the throw, but then a, a pump block for a touchdown. Yeah. So at, it wasn't just, that's why this almost was one of the games I didn't know what to do with because I still think the bills are solid. I think the Steelers yeah. are good, but that might've been just, Defense just kind of a fluky game. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see for sure going forward. Yeah. Um, And so, let's go to the games we have no idea what to do with. Uh, Pops, how about you? Is there an outcome that you're just like, what the hell
0: happened? Well, I've got WTF written by the Packers and the Saints. And I think Tony kind of – or one of you guys alluded to it earlier. I don't know what to make out of that. Green Bay's (laughs) not that bad. uh, New Orleans is not that good. Uh, Maybe. I think it's just the way it fell. Um, I'd love to see new Orleans be good. And I'm rooting for, I like, I kind of like Jameis Winston's. I think he's been humbled and I think he'll be, uh, he's got the talent. He's definitely got the talent. Um, but you know, Aaron Rodgers can, you know, I've said it before. He can kind of be a dick. Um, and, and I sometimes that comes back to bite you and all this, y'all talked about it last week on the pod, all that last dance stuff that might've been a little presumptuous, uh, and, and sometimes when you get a little too high on yourself, things have a way of, of knocking you down a peg. He'll be back. I mean, if he doesn't get traded to Washington like I uh, right. like I suggested, uh, he'll be back and the Packers will be good, I do believe. But I, I do have WTF by that game. I, don't, I, I didn't really know what
1: to make of it. I mean, I will say it was, there's something you know, magical about the Saints when the city needs them. I mean, when New Orleans needs something to look up to, the Saints are a fair point real. I, it's, I don't know what it is. How they get that mojo, but it's it's crazy to watch every single time. There's something bad in New Orleans.
3: It was interesting. I mean, Kamar really didn't have that impactful of a game, really and did. they just blew him out of the water. Uh, right? The the AJ Aaron Jones going five carries for nine yards. Yeah. I, I don't. I, that's.
2: I mean, I wouldn't have just, predicted that. Obviously, that. Go ahead, Tony. They they treated this like it was a preseason game. Yeah. That's it what did Green look yeah, like it. came in and said. You're right, Tony. Yeah. you know. I, there's, we're playing seventeen. We're just gonna we're just gonna see what's happening here. This one, and we'll if we go sixteen and one, it's fine. They just blew this game off, and, I, and it's exactly how they played And this. How they looked on the sidelines. I mean, Aaron Rodgers over there giggling and stuff over on the sidelines, and then his after his, his post game interview I, it just was ridiculous. But that notwithstanding, I, the, Jameis Winston. When you're fourteen of twenty for only a hundred and forty-eight yards, but five touchdowns, dude, that's efficient. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a well and that was an his only knock, was he's not hard. as
3: efficient. He can throw it. He has arm talents there. Yeah. It was the efficiency. So if if Peyton can kind of fix the arm talent with the efficiency yeah. and
2: mesh them together, they're they're interesting. They're interesting. It, it, what, Jameis is interesting. They they're gonna have uh, they're going to have some defensive issues because th- there's going to be teams that play harder than green Bay played this, this past weekend. But, mm. uh, but still, wow. I, I, you know, uh they, they look, they I, look that's Well,
3: Tony, I, I want to – go ahead.
2: Go I was going to say, Dale. I think
1: that's an interesting point about the, the extended preseason attitude. And I wonder if maybe they can afford that because they do play in the NFC North, which uh, I did which not perform. Ev- but, every team
2: lost. Um, yeah, every team lost. Uh, maybe yeah. they can
1: afford to take a week off and, and, and do some load management early in the season. I don't know.
3: I, I just – I really – and it, this is kind of harping back to what we talked about last week. But, who, Tony, who's the leader on the Packers? Do, Can you – it's usually the quarterback, it's but Aaron Rodgers Rogers, is talking right? shit. No, and I don't think Matt Lafleur is the guy that really rallies no. the troops. There, he's not. A, I think he's smart, but he's not just your raw like your Mike Tomlin that really gets the guys playing for him. And Rodgers does not carry himself the same way you see some other uh, great starting quarterbacks in the league. Where it's just kind of,
2: eh. There's not a leader. Uh, There's not a leader. And so th- that's a great, great point. Now, um, in our our podcast last week, you know. Uh, Liff, I think, talked about Bakhtiari being out and that being an issue. Um, that may be your leader on the team, Maybe. although you know that whole that whole team r- rides on on Rogers. But I'll, you know, Liffer gave you a bold prediction, but it would not surprise me. Lefleur has just as much of an ego as uh, Rodgers does. It would not surprise me to see him get the Deshaun Watson treatment, and if he has a bad game again this week. That he goes inactive weeks three and four and, and he is cut week five. Ooh. I it just wouldn't surprise me. I'm not gonna be surprised by it. That is a that, that is a uh that is a uh, career defining mistake, you know, but for for LaFleur, but you never know. You you just don't know if it's that gonna be that kind of if if Rogers is gonna give it that kind of attitude that's that's bad for the club. Yeah. So what's very
3: interesting, and this is, you've kind of put it in my thought and I just looked it up and Pops obviously got it in my, into my brain earlier with this bullet prediction, but if they lose a few more games, Rodgers has kind of talked shit about LaFleur last year after they didn't kick or they kicked a field goal when he thought they should have went for it or whatever. He kind of threw his coach under the bus. He's clearly thrown his GM under the bus a, a lot. And you might say rightfully so. Maybe they haven't gotten enough help. I don't, it seems like their roster is typically pretty solid. But, If they start a little rocky, the Packers might. He does not have a no-trade clause. So if there's a team that needs a quarterback, screw what Rodgers wants. He wants to go to Denver. He wants to go to Kyle Shanahan. I mean, obviously the 49ers don't want him. Screw what he wants. They might just go, we're sending you to – to Detroit for the best thing we can get and just get some picks and like start the Jordan left. That That's not crazy. Now, also they play the Lions. speaking of Detroit, they play the Lions on Monday night. He might throw for eight touchdowns against oh, the Lions yeah. Cause I don't think they're very good, yeah. but so this could all be for nothing, but it just, there's egos besides Rogers and they might just go, we'll screw F off. You know what? If you just want to be a punk, then you're just going to go play for wherever we send you. Cause you don't have a trade clause or no trade clause. And we'll just get whatever we can get. And, that would be very, very interesting. Yeah, it would I would, I would. interesting. Um, LJ, what's a game that you don't, you have no idea what to do with? Do you have the Chargers
1: and the football team. Is, was that a good game? Was that a bad game? I don't know. That's that a, a great game. question. I think it was a good game, game
3: but I'm not sure.
1: I mean, I just like it, it it could have been really, uh, really well-played football um, with defenses taking advantage of little bitty mistakes, or it could have been high school football. It was really hard to tell. Um, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the game, and I really hope both of those teams are good because they're pretty fun to watch. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have no idea what to make of that. That was a mess.
3: I'm worried about the football. I had some skepticism about the football team going into the year just because I, I, I saw a lot of people picking them for the NFC East. I'm just not sure about him. And with Fitzpatrick going down, it, it only adds to that. The Chargers are really interesting. I, I think Herbert actually played a, a pretty I solid agree. game. They they didn't score a couple times when they got down there. And if they change that and start converting touchdowns, the defense looked fine. The Chargers play, I think, the most compelling. I mean, it's obviously compelling to me. Mm-hmm. But the most compelling game in Week 2 because they play the Cowboys in both teams. The Chargers don't have to win, but they could really make a statement if they come out and beat the True. Cowboys and start 2-0. And I, that the Chargers are very intriguing. They could make some noise, I think. If Herbert can figure it out, that defense I think will be fine as long as uh Tony's boy, the Bosa brother, can stay healthy. But um, that's the deal. What did you you said you thought it was a good game, Tony? The Chargers? Yeah,
2: I thought it was. And, and and so Bosa made some really, really nice plays. It would have been better if Fitzpatrick hadn't gone down. I think we would have seen a little more scoring in this in, in that last quarter. Uh, it just became a different game for the Chargers, and I thought they did the right thing. Now I'm not saying could did a bad a bad job, but uh, um, I, I I thought you know Herbert threw for 300 plus yeah. again yeah. 337, um, yeah, and uh, you know Eckler scored, uh, and they they didn't have much rushing, but they did what they had to do. Keenan, I mean, they just got great guys, and, and I will say this: the the guy that probably came through for them that you really had to wonder about. Um was uh I'm trying to look at the stats here. Mike Williams. Uh yeah, he, I, I thought that was the one, okay. You, you did you weren't sure, and here's the guy, right? He 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 could be that next that next guy and uh so I thought that was that was pretty significant. And it's unfortunate. I, I haven't seen Gibson's stat line. Uh, I was trying to look for it here to see but twenty
3: I, carries, ninety yards. I mean look, he, and that know. includes a twenty seven yard carry. I, I mean and he caught three for eighteen.
2: Yeah, you so, know, it's a good uh, – I think their, their players played well. And, um, you know, I'm looking here, McLaurin, four for uh, 62. 62 yeah. McLaurin had one catch. 40. I don't know if you all saw oh, it. There was one stupid. catch oh, McLaurin shoot. had
3: where he was like – Falling down over his shoulder, draped by the corner, and just—I don't even know how it was possible. He caught it. It was—I yeah, think he's pretty. McCorn good at could easily it. be
2: one of. Yeah, he's pretty. Good. I think he could. <laughs>
3: it wouldn't be shocking if all of a sudden at the end of the year we're talking about him as a top five, maybe yeah, better yeah. receiver. He just does—he does everything pretty damn yeah. well at yeah. the receiver. Position. He's
2: impressive. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So to answer uh, LJ's question directly, I thought it was a pretty good football game. I think it would have been more high scoring if Fitzpatrick had stayed in there. But there was good defensive plays, and there were some good offensive plays. And so I, I thought it was a good football well, game. Well noted, I think and that's what I wanted it much. to
1: be, so thank you.
2: I want it to yeah, be a good game.
1: Yeah, it yeah. felt like a good yeah. game.
3: If – if Pops is right, and and the Redskins or the, the football team ends up with Aaron Rodgers, that would be a scary would team be a because game. we yeah, just talked bro. about the weapons. We just talked about the weapons. If they can figure out the quarterback position, of course we get to see a great NFC East matchup on Thursday night with the Giants and Washington <laughs> football team because for some reason the NFL loves putting the NFC East on on prime time. So, <laughs> woo. Uh, games we have no idea. LJ, are you, that was yours. Tony, have you given yours? I'm getting lost
2: here. Uh, uh, games we have no idea what. Yeah, just about. games that you didn't know. You didn't
3: know. You, you're you're not sure
2: what to take away from it. Uh, I'd say the Panthers and the Jets. Yeah. I mean, I you know McCaffrey. I, I think we figured he's still the man. Yeah, but um, you know, are the Jets good? I don't know <laughs> that they, they did better than I thought. Zach Wilson kind of handled some stuff. They lost their their left tackle, and things changed after that. Are the Panthers good? I don't know. They were playing the Jets. So I I I'm that's the one I I I, I just don't know about. But uh, it was encouraging to see Zach Wilson be semi successful in his first game out. I
3: I just worry because they already had a bad offensive line. And like you said, Makai Beckton went out. He's not out for the year. He it looked like he might be, but it's, I think they said like six to eight weeks. But uh Zach Wilson was sacked six times. And in the last the last 10 quarterbacks to take six plus sacks in their first start, Zach Wilson, Deshaun Kaiser, Paxton Lynch, Tyra Taylor, Greg McElroy, Chad Henney, Dan Orlovsky, Patrick Ramsey, David Carr, and Tim wow. Couch. I, it's hard I, when you're not, it, it's I, not I, a I just hall worry. Of fame
0: list. <laughs> Zach
3: Wilson, if they don't find a way to protect him, I think there's some serious talent yeah. with him. If they can't protect them, they could break them in year one. And that would be so Jets-like to just to, – to have a talent and just ruin it. Hey, I'll tell you one thing yeah. I know about that
0: game. Is that guy named Christian McCaffrey, he's pretty damn good. He is. So he 21 carries good. for 98 yards, nine catches for 89 yards. I mean, that's 30 touches.
3: I love That's, before the year, like beforehand, they were kind of talking about will he get the same usage he got two years ago before the injury. And they're like, no, uh, we really want to scale it down. And then as soon as the game started, like, 30. no, we just realized he's that he, awesome. He's going to get the ball a lot.
2: He got that many touches against the Jets. <laughs> if you're going to rest right. a guy against somebody, it's the Jets. <laughs> it's the Jets and they don't JDS rest him. Jets. I Jets. We uh, said this, he's legitimately got the first chance. I believe he would be the first guy to go 2,000, 1,000. And he's well, got I, We didn't, didn't say this. Tony. Tony said this. I think it's 15-15. I, I think <laughs> he's got that shot. I really All right. do. He's, that, on that, that, <laughs> he's on track. He's on track. He's on track. And there will be better days. There will be better days. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm interested yeah. to see what happens.
3: Let's here. see. Uh, to wrap up the games we don't know what to do with, uh, we, we kind of touched on a few. We already talked about the Cardinals-Titans. That's one where I'm not 100% sure. Saints-Packers, I'm also, I, I don't know. That's weird. Uh, I'm going to go with the team that I've been kind of high on. I think I might have picked them to win or be frisky in the division. But the Dolphins Patriots yeah. game, I don't know if the Dolphins are. I think I really still think I like their coach. I, I think oh, yeah. he's a really good coach. But Tua had some throws where, like, that would look really good. Then he had some throws that looked really bad. Mac Jones had some moments. The Patriots really should have won if Naaman Harris doesn't fumble that ball, like, what, in, inside the 10, I think, going into score or for the game winning field goal. I just don't know. I, I, Either one of those teams, I kind of think they could both possibly be frisky playoff teams, but I, I just couldn't take anything away from a 17-16 game where I, I felt like both teams tried to give it yeah. away.
0: Yeah. Well, what I took away from that is Damian Harris is my fantasy football running back, and I'm pretty sure he's going to get <laughs> benched because you can't fumble on a Belichick team. You just, you just can't. Yep. And hell, he was the bell cow. He ran for 100 yards. He looked good, but – yeah, that that was a bad. I, yeah, that oh. would
3: that would I also have him possibly on a roster, and that would scare me because you're right, Belichick is quick to you know, but he also tried to give that Roman J Stevenson. I, I felt like some some carries, and he just didn't really show out like he was supposed to. Yeah, uh, James White he did what James White does, where he ends up with like James
0: White looked good. Yeah,
2: eight carries, seven catches. I mean, just I
3: mean, what's – dependable?
2: Yeah, other than the fact that they lost. This Patriots team looked like the classic Patriots team. Not you had literally. a running back and, and and it's the it's the fumbles and, and they'll figure they'll figure that out. But uh the defense looked really good. The defense mm-hmm. looked good. They had a conservative quarterback who made the right throws uh and they had a running game and James White was just catching everything you fucking threw to him. So, you know, I, I think that um that's a classic Patriots team. So I I I think we'll see more of them and I it's going to be interesting down, you know, if they can fix that. They need a little more talent, but they don't have a Randy Moss. They, well, hell, they don't even have a Zach. They don't have a, <laughs> They don't have. Yeah,
3: Jacoby Myers dropped one, and, and, and yeah, I, I'm worried about their receiving core. But
2: yeah, so
3: yeah. so if you had to, Tony, if you had to uh, buy or sell one of these two teams, you would you would buy the the, the Patriots. I would. Ooh. I'd probably. That's where I'm at.
2: I don't know. Yeah. uh, To go to Gillette Stadium and beat the Patriots is a big deal. So I probably would buy the Dolphins, but I wouldn't necessarily sell the Patriots. I I guess that's that's too much of riding the fence there. But um, (laughs) I would. You know what? And we just talked about it. But the Dolphins would be where Aaron Rodgers would need to land if you were going to get a one year rental. These are the guys that would be looking for a one year rental.
3: Yeah. Because yeah. there is there is some talent around that, uh, around too. I mean, some of oh, it's yeah. we're not 100% sure on, but like you can't deny that Will Ford, Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddell, there's talent around there. It's just figuring out how to make it work. Oh, so yeah. I
1: think it's worth noting we'll see. That, that we've talked a lot on this podcast about the Patriots' record against the Dolphins in December, and they do not meet in December this year. So that
3: bodes ah, well for the Patriots. Ah. <laughs> I think Flores might be undefeated against the Patriots, which a, a former a Belichick disciple does not usually <laughs> do that well. Then again, we should we should also note that all the games have been without a Tom Brady at quarterback, so that does change, change things. things a, a yeah. tad. Uh, well, okay, let's go stock up, stock down. Just this will be rapid fire. Just things you saw. It could be a defense. It could be a quarterback. It could be a coach. Just anything you saw this past weekend that you're either buying stock in or you're selling stock in. Besides, obviously, I think the entire podcast is buying stock in Sam Pittman, K.J. (laughs) Jefferson, Hunter Urichek, pretty much anything with a hog on it. Um, Pops, what is something you're either uh, stock up or stock down for you this week? Well, I think if I had to buy stock,
0: I would buy stock in Matt Rule and Sam Darnold and CMC and D.J. Moore and Robbie Anderson, who I think Robbie Anderson is actually a pretty good receiver. Uh, you know, and finally is on a team, and I think Darnold is going to show out. I think I don't think they're making the playoffs, but I think they're going to be one of those teams that's going to be a I think hard. they could. I think they could, but I think they're going to be a hard out. I think they're going to be a really hard. I think Rule is a good coach, and and I do think Darnold looked reasonably sharp to me. I, I thought he had some juice in his arm. Uh, so that that that'd be who I'm buying right now. Tony.
2: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna two things so bounce gonna, off that. I'm gonna bounce off that and say you know. Uh, lift, forgot somebody. Terrace Marshall, um, that he he outplayed Robbie Anderson. And yeah, Robbie
0: Anderson had the one big catch, you know, one big really. catch. But well, with, which is kind of what Robbie Andersons can do. Yeah, I yeah.
2: Mean, he's kind of yeah. the Deshaun Jackson ish. Yeah, but I would add Terrace Marshall to that. But but then yeah. my buy is Alabama wide receivers. So yeah. Jalen Waddle came out, did pretty well. Devontae uh, got him a touchdown, sixty yards. Devontae Smith comes out, gets him. I forgot his yards total, but got a touchdown. About 70, uh, something, I think. 70 I'm pretty
3: 20. sure he's not too small. I think he'll yeah. be just
2: fine in the NFL. Jerry, Judy, Till he got a high uh, ankle sprain, was showing that he was the number one uh, wide receiver in Denver and was just showing out. I know this podcast has some love for Judy, and Judy oh, looks yeah. so
3: damn good until Jerry, that injury, injury which, which injury I'm glad I got nervous.
2: There. Jerry, I know you're out there. Jerry, hang in there, man. We're going to keep you on the roster. You're going to be fine. Come back here four or five weeks. It's all good. Yeah. You know, Tim Patrick's going to take care of business for you. The spot will be there when you get back. Just get healthy, brother. <laughs> uh, uh, LJ, do you have
3: I, – I have one. This one's off the field. I'll go um, – I don't know if you guys caught it, but on ESPN2 for the Monday night game, Peyton and Eli, the little – the Manning cast for the Monday night game was awesome. It was really, really good. They were funny. They brought on like – they brought on Ray Lewis at one point and they were, they were just talking defenses and Ray Lewis was like – they just had little little moments. One, it was just funny where they were just talking and stuff because Peyton, you know, he's hilarious. And actually, Eli's better than I think because he looks so damn goofy. <laughs> he was actually pretty funny and insightful. But there was one point where Ray Lewis sitting there talking to him, and they like came up with it. It was a big third down. He goes, "You know what I do? We'd show you the exact same thing, but then we'd fake it. And I would just tell this guy to blitz, even though it's not the play call. I just tell him to blitz, and I do what he's supposed to do. And Peyton's like, "Damn it! See, I knew y'all did that because it always tricked me. Because I watched y'all's film, and y'all were just randomly switching up stuff in the middle of play. He Goes, yeah, we did that all the time. And it was just, but it's like we only did it to you though. We did it to you every time because we knew you knew what we were supposed to do. So we just didn't do what we were supposed to do. It was just really insightful and funny." And then it was great. They had Russell Wilson on the cast towards the end, and it was when the the Raiders were at the one trying to score, and Peyton's like, "I'd run it four times right here. What would you do, Russell?" And Russell's like, "Well, in the playoff, he didn't say it, but you could tell in his face, like one well, Super Bowl, we threw it, and <laughs> yeah. Malcolm Brown or Michael Smith, whatever his name is, caught that interception." I thought it was just it
2: was fun. I, if I could just retort for a minute on that, I the first five ten minutes of the broadcast. I, I thought Peyton was overanalyzing. He's, he's, they yeah. were trying to call plays, and this is run, scout, X. But I like the, the phrase and stuff, but it, you couldn't tell what the hell they were talking about. And so he was talking over, the, and they were cutting away from the action. But I watched that fourth quarter with it, and it was much better. And I watched it with Charles Barkley. Yes, they had Charles Peyton, on there. Peyton asked, Charles, are you are are you coming in winning or losing tonight? And Charles like, uh, well, I'm I'm even so I'm playing with house money, <laughs> <laughs> like, but uh, but I like that fourth quarter with Russell. And when Peyton said that, I thought, damn, that was cold. <laughs> yeah. What would you do, here, yeah. Peyton? I'd run it four times here, Russell. What would you do? <laughs> I, I'm like, dude, that you could just see not... in Russell's
3: face, Russell's face, like you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you... <laughs>
2: I don't, I don't think if if Peyton realized that, oh, I really shouldn't have said that, or if he oh, said he did it on, it on purpose. purpose, yeah, totally. That's because. Man, I I gotta tell you that that was cold. Yeah. And Russell <laughs> Russell just kind of let it brush through. Which Russell, I think, like you, motherfucker. He probably thought that was a bad thing for him to say. Well, but, and you're yeah. right. The the
3: beginning, it felt like the show really needed to host because they just were they were talking all over. And then at one point, we're seeing Peyton Manning trying to do something where instead of showing the game. And then they got better where the game was always on regardless of if they were talking like they'd show a little screen of Peyton or Eli. Yeah. It it'll get better as the week goes on. I think it's an ESPN yeah. Plus thing so it might be behind a paywall. I think once we're past week 4. But it was interesting and they're going to do it I think on half the Monday night games. And
2: they're it just they're funny. They're they funny. funny. Uh, it was that part was good. They were funny.
3: Pops, you got any or you already did Tony? Anybody else uh, just in general I'll buy someone? Kyler LJ, you got to stock up Stock now. Connected
1: to Kyler Murray.
2: Uh <laughs> easy,
1: whatever. Moving on.
2: Hey, I got too quick. Wait, oh, go uh, ahead, Tom. Hey, 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 Left. Who who drafted Kyler Murray in Razorback Fantasy Football? Let me look. I got a note here. Kyler Murray
0: is a stat machine. Listen to Tony. (laughs) Well, we also did. I
3: I think we talked Tony out of uh, two people on this podcast may have talked Tony into going Lamar Jackson over Kyler Murray. And you know what? I'm still not sold that we made the wrong decision there. But but week one, week one, it looked really (laughs) good with Kyler. I would like some Kyler stock, but I think you're buying pretty high right now. Uh, Two people I'm selling. Let's not buy. We're not all just buyers. Daniel Jones. Yeah. Yeah, bad. Just it, he still somehow he still hasn't learned that. Yes, you're athletic, but you need to cover up the football. He fumbles. I so mean, all pro much. defense.
1: So, but
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Nagy. Yeah, LJ, you kind of hinted on it. I think that they only have one issue in Chicago, and it's a, it's a Justin Fields should be playing yeah. more. At uh, I, I think he's a really good candidate. You know, I don't love talking about a man's job, but uh, he's a good candidate for a first coach fire, just because if. If they keep the Andy Dalton thing going, when it seems like you have a guy back there that the rest, you saw Fields had that rushing touchdown, and the team seems so yeah. pumped for him, seems super happy, and I just Dalton doesn't it's have like, which also not
1: bad. He's a good quarterback, but he's not no. going to win you any football games. I don't think. Like,
3: yeah, I do think what I've seen from Dalton because we let, let's take a second the the Cowboys when Dalton came in, that offense didn't look great. And all they've done is change, which I think Dak's a much better quarterback, but they just changed quarterbacks, and all of a sudden that offense looks yeah. like a great offense. I think we need to give a little love to A.J. Green. Yeah. Can we, I mean, what, A.J. Green career. made Dalton a playoff quarterback <laughs> for like seven years, yeah. and Dalton does not look like a playoff quarterback anymore. So, yeah, I'm selling stock on Matt Nagy and, and Dalton for that reason. Is there any more stock of stock down you have, or is that wrap us up? I got to say What's so up? What you I at? actually
1: did have Dalton. I got two other things that are off the field, though. Um, Fancy Like is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. And I, if I never hear it again, I'm going to be okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, and the commercial. Hate they run that, that damn Hate Applebee's it. commercial 24-7. It's, Pops, I don't know if you know what the if, if, if you heard the song, you know what like Dr. Natty, Natty, Fancy
2: Like Applebee's on a late night. I could, Hate it. Hate it. Mm. But, mm. Let me, I'll just say this. If anybody has been to Bourbon Street, you're not buying a steak. From Bourbon Street. So, why call a steak Bourbon Street steak? <laughs> I, it, it, to me, Bourbon Preach, Street Preach. steak. It, Bourbon Street steak is, means some homeless person has left something you don't want to touch. <laughs> That's a Bourbon Street steak. <laughs> I don't get that. Yeah. At all. So, I don't Worst song ever
1: written.
3: Good, good sell. Good um, sell. And then the other
1: thing is, and maybe, maybe I'm old now. I really thought I would like the single digits, <laughs> but I hate them. I hate these players with their single digits. Give them back their 20. It does and throw 80s. me
3: off. I, I, I'm sitting here thinking, I might, may I have have I crossed that line? Because, I mean, there's always that line. I'm wondering, am I getting older? Because I did kind of see a couple of different, like, number eights rushing the passer. Yeah. And I'm just, it throws me I'm off. I'm sitting here like, I'm just watching Sean Johnson's
1: name. Like, why are you number 19 back in 1994? Like, you've ruined everything. <laughs>
3: You know it's weird. It doesn't do anything to me for college football. No, like, yes, it's fine. fine. But care. the NFL, it was throwing me off on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I cannot
2: lie. It was throwing yeah, me off. Me too. So agree. Yeah. that. Now i i want to I want to say something because in a in a podcast earlier this summer, I believe I was laughed at when I said these single digit numbers are yeah. going to cause more interceptions. I, cause they're gonna, and and, yeah. and 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 I believe someone who will rename name who will remain nameless, Doctor. Lift, <laughs> said, "Well, they are going to be in a different color," <laughs> and so. Which is true, but still, I think these single digits suck. We'll see. If well, to defend, to
3: defend. Me, but, uh. I don't think they're causing more interceptions. They're just causing me a little more like what? Huh? I thought I'd like. I don't just, I, I just I'd
1: like seeing fives and nines out there all over the place. I hate it.
3: Why well, uh, do I'm just wondering when you say
0: remain nameless and then, and then drop give a name, name? I mean, what the hell? I mean,
1: good god. It's, I mean, it's kind like of like starting out a sentence with all about? due respect. but it's it's just kind of like when up. you Dr. say Litt. with all
0: due respect, the next thing you say is going to be disrespectful. <laughs> Respectfully,
3: and then you say something disrespectful. <laughs> uh, I think that – oh, I'm, I'm, I, I guess I also had written down Steelers defense. I'm buying stock in sure. Steelers defense. Yeah. It just looked really yeah. good. Uh, I want to – before I wrap up, at least for me, uh, some NFL stock, I, I, I do want to say – and we can talk about the game too, which was a fan, y'all mentioned it was a fantastic ender to the to the weekend with the Raiders uh, Ravens what game. A great it, game. It, really, it, what it got game. drunk there at the end and it was fantastic to watch. Yeah. Uh, but I, I want to go, it was really cool. And I know they talked a lot of, uh, on the broadcast, but Max Crosby and Darren Waller uh, Max Crosby's now 18 months sober. He had a really bad uh, alcohol oh, issue, he's, he's talked about. Mm-hmm. And then Waller's four yeah. years sober. I've, we, his story's kind of been talked about a lot. Both of them played. Amazing, out of their mind, and it's yeah, yeah, and it's just really cool that both. And actually, Max Crosby, I was reading an article today. He credits Darren Waller for him kind of realizing, okay, yeah, alcohol is mm-hmm. a, a real Dude, issue with so me because cool. he was able to overcome it. He said he was able to overcome it for most of his life because he's always been the best at football, and he, he wasn't able to overcome the NFL, but he wasn't ready to admit it. And Waller has a podcast where he tries to talk about it. He does Zoom calls like three times a week with different people, like younger athletes who are dealing with whatever, maybe opioid or alcohol or weed or whatever you're having an addiction issue with. And it's just really cool. Cool to see two guys have turned their life around and
2: man, they played some really good football on Monday. night. will not make me like the
1: Raiders, but that is really cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. And I, you know, I I'd say this and what that, what that does is because I've heard people say, well, these guys, they've got all the money in the world. Why do they have these, this kind of issues? And, and, Nobody knows what pressure is except that person. And so I I thought that was a great, great story and a a, a great, uh, you know, a a great thing to bring up. And and all these, you know, there are a lot of football players and and athletes who, unfortunately, don't take that path. But it was good that they brought that up. And and Well, and not just athletes. There's
3: just people. Just people. people Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. And it was cool. Max Crosby, who said he was – he didn't actually announce that he was 12 months sober until he was 12 months sober – because it's, he talked about how it's just a thing you don't – it's kind of hard yeah. to talk about. You don't want to tell yeah. people that you yeah. – you, you're especially being an NFL athlete, you don't want to tell people that you had life handed to you. Like things are really good and you're just screwing it up all the time. And he said he did because Waller did and it helped him out. So he thought maybe I'll help one other guy yeah. out or yeah. girl out by yeah. just talking about my issues.
2: So it's cool. So, it's cool. All right. So I to change it, my favorite thing about that game last night was – I don't know if you saw it, if you were watching, is when they had the offsides when they were down at the one and they got off The offsides, false start. False start. And John Gruden slams his clipboard down and papers just go <laughs> everywhere. I don't know if you guys saw that, but he slammed and he's picking up his papers and it, it just hilarious! I love the way
3: that part. he bent down to pick up his papers. It was really, and I, I, I might be going over what most people's head, but there's a there's a gif of Michael Sayre from Resident Development <laughs> like crumbling to the ground. It looked like that he was so beat, like he was just like defeated. And it was great, LJ, to make you happy. So I know you don't want to feel too good about the Raiders. Well, you can feel good that John Gruden, I think, still might not be. I don't know if he's yes. the answer because. They're at the one yard line and Peyton Manning's big thing after they make the joke about run it four times. He goes, Well, the number one thing you have to, you just, you cannot have a hard count because this crowd's really (laughs) loud and a hard count's just asking for a false start. Literally, the Raiders walk up and they have a hard count and get a false start. And all three of the guys, Russell, Eli, and Peyton, were all like, What the (laughs) hell are they
1: doing? That's amazing.
3: That's the one thing you can't do. You can run it four times, but you can't give a hard count. So. That was
1: That's phenomenal.
3: Wasn't that game
0: crazy though? Because you think you think uh, Baltimore's just got it, and then you think, no, Braylon Edwards the gets in. The Raiders it. have it, and then they do what y'all are just talking about: the false start, get backed up, and throw the interception, and then you think – And then you're like, Baltimore well, has it, it again. Baltimore's <laughs> got this again. Then he fumbles. Ooh. And then so, – uh, what a
3: game. That was a great And then day. at the end, and then at the, the end, end, so they get in yeah. field goal range. They're calling – and Gruden talked about it later. They're, they call for a field goal, but they can't find their kicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can't find Carlson, so they can delay a game. So they're
2: like, okay, now we're bringing the offense back <laughs> oh out. Oh, my
3: God. <laughs>
2: Peyton, uh, Peyton well, Manning had the best that. quote. That was his best quote of the night. Because he said, you know, when they yell kick formation, the kicker should know that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they talked to Derek it? Carr after the game
3: was like, I'll be honest. So I went to the sideline and I had my back turned because I just didn't want to watch the kick. I was just like sitting there with my eyes closed praying. And then all of a sudden I hear, because I heard field goal, and then all of a sudden I hear offense, offense, offense. I look around to run around and there's three seconds on the play clock. There's no time for me to run out there. He was like, I didn't know, understand what was going oh on. God. I was confused as as the rest of the entire viewing audience. Um, that's well.
2: just. That that play call though was I give Gruden credit. The yeah. Say Jones touchdown. That was just an awesome play. What a gutsy play call and caught him. And because Baltimore had no clue they were going to throw that. That was. And if you awesome get a chance,
3: play. I'm not sure if I'm buying you know Derek Carr stock. But after the game, he did an interview. I think with Lisa Salter. She I think just completed 20 years now on, in a, on Monday night, which is pretty, wow. pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. But. Man. He uh, he just seemed he seemed like a guy I would want to play for. He was really cool. He gave credit to like everybody else, even though he threw a couple of really good throws and had for four hundred yards. And he pretty much gave the credit to everyone but him. So it was he seemed like a cool dude. You know, I yeah, I wouldn't hate it if Derek Carr because it kind of felt like after that one year where Derek Carr got a little bit of MVP buzz that he's been shitted on for like three yeah. years straight.
2: Well, understand, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, and you mentioned his brother earlier, David Carr who holds the record for numbers, most number of sacks, <laughs> right. uh, or Ben sacked. So I, anything that happens with Derek Carr, I'm all for, because those, those brothers have had it yeah, hard. true. <laughs> well, there speaking no of bad. having it hard,
0: I did want to mention this. So <clears throat> not only do the Baltimore Ravens probably have the worst plane ride home because they had to fly all the way back to Baltimore. Yeah. You know they got next week, next Sunday night? The Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs. City Chiefs. Wow. <laughs> Hello, baby. 0 and 2 could be a real possibility wow. for those Baltimore Ravens.
3: Between that, I think that game, and then the chargers Cowboys. I think those are your two games to really – I just think there's a lot of interesting both teams. All four teams will want to win. It'll be fun. Mm. Those will be two really fun games Thank to watch. God. All right. I think that wraps up our week one talk. Uh, we'll have more next week on Football Talk. But we – we can't go. We we kind of teased it at the beginning. Um, we have. I think LJ has an issue with something. He just needs to get something off his chest. And and Dad has a bougie problem. Pops, let's go to the bougie problem first. Okay. This this sounds terrible. But so this
0: Thursday, your bougie problems it, never sound terrible. I had my buddies coming all to to our little <clears throat> our little golf course uh, to play golf. Right. And, uh, you know, coming for a fancy football weekend and they're coming up. So we, we're coming up on Tuesday. They're coming Tuesday, several of them uh, to play golf. And I get a little email about 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> that uh, we've got a high school tournament scheduled and the course is going oh. to be closed. <laughs> and so, you know what, damn it. I mean, here's my thing. I want to support high school golf. I want those kids to play. But I pay the dues on that golf course. (laughs) By God, I got my boys coming in to play golf, and we can't play golf. And that just really—that
3: is
1: textbook bougie problems,
3: right there. That is textbook bougie. (laughs) That is like in the definition. There's an example, and that's the example for it. Yeah,
2: I was there, and Uh, it was bougie. It's me. Can I?
3: Can I ask? Can I ask a follow-up question here? So was this something where this was scheduled all along and you just missed it or it, like they you honestly there was well, no way you would have known about it until I can Saturday assure morning.
0: You, I I called on it and spoke to the club secretary and she did say it was posted in a in a very out of the way area, a very obscure area, uh that it had been posted. It wasn't anywhere I was gonna notice it. So even it's getting more
3: bougie <laughs> the more you talk that you had to call the secretary <laughs> to ask about it. <laughs> it was a sign well, I mean, don't
0: look at. <laughs> It was just. It was in. It was apparently in a very obscure place, and I was unaware. Probably the front gate. It was very irritating.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hate that 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 happened to you, uh, pops. You know, I'm really. I feel for you. No, that doesn't. But it's also hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it also had a good content to the podcast, so you know what? I'm not I'm not too upset. LJ, you have just an issue. What what you had something that you just needed to that you also something that grinded your gears yeah, recently.
1: so I'm a sound designer, right? I use Adobe Audition. I pay money for Adobe Audition, um, but also you know like broke, starving artists in the middle of a pandemic. Um, when it came due um, this month, I hadn't paid it yet. Um, I usually pay the yearly, but I thought like, so, so I got a little birthday money. I was like, Oh, I'm going to pay the monthly real quick. So I have like access to audition. It's going to be really cool. So I log on and it says, Hey, you have to, uh, change your card info before we'll let you change your plan. I'm like, okay, that's stupid. Let me change the plan first. So I keep looking around. There's no way to do it. So I change the card info and then it says, great. We've charged your account $238. Um, and, uh, and, uh, you can change your plan now. So I start looking around it's like, I, first off, it won't let me change my plan. And second off now my account's negative. Right. So I call, um, the, the Adobe people and they say, okay, well we can definitely take care of that for you. The refund will take four or five days and then we'll charge you $23 right now for that. And so it's like, you're away. My account's negative and you're going to charge me 23 more dollars to fix my problem Additional dollars. today. No, thank you. Just screw up. So I, I think I might be done with Adobe. I mean, that was, ugh, that was so stupid. Okay.
3: I can't. So to, to solve your issue, they're like, we're just going to charge you 23 yeah. more dollars, but we're not going to refund right. you today.
1: We can't uh, refund you today. So Frustrating. So whatever. <laughs> screw Adobe. Um, good job guys. I hope you remember this. Um, that, so that's my problem. Yeah. Um kinda bougie,
3: but I don't know. You also uh to to end on a lighter <laughs> note where he'll just not just piss you you had, you weren't with us last week. I, I, pops throughout. Uh he just confirmed Tony's uh Earlier, what we're listening to have that Prince album, yeah, that newer yeah. Prince album, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's really good. Uh, you weren't here with us to give a what we're listening to. Do you have, did you say yeah, you so had I've something? Put, a I've something put together there?
1: a playlist on Spotify, so I'll send you guys a link to it, and we might put it up on the website or something. Um, but uh, I called it My American Folk, and sort of the the concept behind it is like sort of more natural instrumentation of music I really, really like. So like really like... Um, uh, centered music that makes me feel like connected to the world around me it's, it's a good playlist it's got stuff like Tyler Childers is on there a little bit it's got stuff like the Punch Brothers um, it's, it's really good I'll send you guys a link um, and it's really fun to listen to
0: it's good road trip yeah, music. sweet good I look forward to listening to it
3: I always need a good something to throw on like when you're at work some music where I'm not really yeah. thinking about the music and just kind yeah. of let it play so it kind yeah, of sounds like up my it. alley All right. I think that wraps up another edition of the pod. By the way, we're not going to get a send off from uncle Tony. Apparently his power just went out. So LJ was having issues with paying Adobe. I I don't think Tony paid his electric bill apparently. So, so his power just went off. Uh, but uncle Tony, we really appreciate you coming on. Of course, always hope he he saved his file. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Well, it's a laptop. So I would think his laptops still on texting. Telling. Uh, but make sure you can always, if you're not with us already, find us on our podcast, Just Press Play Podcast, on Facebook or Twitter. You want to keep up with us all NFL season because we're going to be here every week for you. And make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Hit that subscribe button so you always know when a fresh episode is getting pulled out of the oven <laughs> um and we'll be back next week, guys. So uh Pops, LJ, Uncle Tony, I know you can't hear me, but uh peace. Peace out. The